This is Ron Miller from the Fournier and Fournier Funeral Home. The loss of a loved one under normal circumstances can be exceedingly difficult. Losing someone close to you during this pandemic presents other challenges with limitations such as social distancing. This is especially true when you need to have the support of those you love. In these uncertain times, there are still ways to stay connected and receive the love and support of family and friends. There are a myriad of options available to you to help get you through your time of loss. Please call us at 401-769-0940 or visit us at our website at FournierAndFournier.com. Service is what we do best. Your comfort and peace of mind in your time of need is what we strive for. A Roofmaster with 35 years experience. Avoid disaster and hire the master. Roofmaster provides customers with high quality roofing services. Putting a roof over your head is the most important thing your home needs. Storm and wind damages are a real threat to your roof. Most importantly, your insurance company can help you. The Roofmaster will inspect your roof at no cost to you. Inspections are free and we are fully insured. Then that includes residential and commercial properties. Contact the Roofmaster team today and we will get you started. We are GA. Certified. So call the Roofmaster at 401-400-7008. That's 401-400-7008. Remember, it's Roofmaster. You won't be disappointed. I guarantee it. It's WNRI's Upfront. The opinions expressed represent those only of the panel and callers and do not reflect the views of WNRI and its owners. Telephone lines are now open at 7690600. And now, let's join the Upfront panel. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Upfront program for this Friday. I'm Roger Bouchard. I'll be here part of the program. And then uh, John Breen will be taking over, as he will, every uh, Friday, um, right after we finish with our uh, real estate question of the day. And John is uh, in the green room in the other part of the building preparing uh and he is, uh, is he drinking a Corona? No, no, he, <laughs> he is not doing that. Anyway, we uh, are going to uh, chat with Bob Martin from Crossroads Real Estate Group. So let's make sure that uh, he's on our live line right now. Hello, Bob. How are you doing on this Friday? I'm fine, Roger, and yourself? Good, good. Uh, nice to hear and your voice. And toasty? Oh, yes. It's nice and comfortable here in the WNRI studios. But um, please don't say it too loud because, um, well, we don't want Dick to know that the heating system is up high right now. All right? So you could keep that between you and me? Okay. Okay. All right. Let's go on the air now. Bob, our real estate question of the morning is, uh, is ready for us. And uh, here it goes if you're ready. It sure. says here, I am selling my house and closing on another house the next day. The seller's house that I'm buying will not let me move my furniture in. Before the purchase, the buyers of the house want to move in immediately after the sale and want the house empty. What do I do with my furniture? I wanted to stay in my house until I purchase the other one. Do I have any rights? And, and Bob, how often does this stuff happen? Often. Um, you know, this is a perfect example that an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Um, whenever someone's re purchasing, say, upwardly mobile or buying another house, most of the time people do need to get the proceeds of their home um, and in order to purchase the other one. Um, in this case, the gentleman said it will be the day after. Lots of times we try to coordinate it the same day. So someone would close, let's say, at 9 in the morning. We notify all the attorneys. They immediately go on record. The other people close, let's say, at 11. Uh, and usually it can be worked out. But however... The way the contracts read with the Rhode Island Association um, is that the home is to be free and clear of all personal property and tenants um, and broom clean. So the dilemma is, even if they're closing the same day, if let's say one's in the morning, one's in the afternoon, uh, the movers will charge a storage fee if the, the trucks are idle. A lot of times they say we have other jobs, so we're going to have to unload the truck in our warehouse reload it later in the day so this particular this gentleman that's probably what would happen the buyers want to move in immediately of his, on his home therefore they want it empty so he needs to get movers there early in the morning if he's not buying till the next day generally speaking what a moving company will do is is offload all of his furniture into the warehouse go on and do their other 
there are the moving, there are the deliveries, and then the next day they reload it and deliver it after he purchases it. Uh, it's costly. So what we in, what we try to do, if we know this is the situation, um, when we're doing the contracts, we uh, we address it. We say, look, this gentleman is going to be if he purchase if he purchases a day later, or the closing gets delayed, do you need to move in that particular day? If they say yes, absolutely, end of month, my lease is due. I don't want to have to pay another month to my landlord. Well, then we know we have an issue, and we'll tell the seller, look you're going to need to to be out of the house by this time now what we do at that point we try and negotiate with the other seller of the house he's buying and say would you allow him to store furniture in the garage or would you let him move in the furniture only um and get an indemnification um there's always a risk involved i mean the comment that i would make is if you get an attorney and you ask the attorney if it's okay he's going to tell you no um because you know there is some liability is it done pretty often? Yeah, that, and that's usually the case, is we negotiate with the two parties, and one either, uh, in this, let's say this, the buyers don't have, it's mid-month, and they say, look, I'm paid for the month anyway, whether I move in today or tomorrow. We have them sign an agreement that says that the buyer, the seller of the house can remain in the property for a day. We've had some people remain in the property for a couple of three days, as long as it's with the consent, they keep the insurance in place, etc. Or it goes vice versa, and we, we the house that this gentleman is buying, we ask the owner, uh, if you're going to be out anyway or the house is empty, would you let him move the furniture in only, not reside in the property? So it's a matter of coordinating and two sides being, uh, let's say, reasonable. Um, but what happens very often, and I'm guessing here, is it's addressed at the last minute. And it happens also particularly if there's more than one real estate agent involved. So let's say this gentleman sold his house through me, but then he goes on and buys a home through another realtor who really doesn't have um, or care what what the sale of this house is because it's not vested and he's not aware of all the the you know the the idiosyncrasies so then all of a sudden he said well, wait a minute i'm supposed to buy this on this day but i'm selling it on that day um so we always find it's, it's easier to use the same person when that's the case because you know they're they're kind of sympathetic to both sides but yes it's uh, so now uh, i guess it's a dilemma and he's going to have to address it and somebody's got to blink either that or he will have to move out and store his furniture and and or try to move his closing up a day but um, it's it's something we when someone is repurchasing, um, it, it, we just have to address it, and it, and the issue comes up all the time when there's multiple closings. Well, if it isn't complicated enough to sell a house, that you have to uh, uh, get, um, I guess, I guess it's important to um, to the people uh, involved. But um, as a real estate person, you must say, uh, can cooler heads prevail? Huh? <laughs> well, you know, and usually if, if you you address it at the time of the offer or the time you're doing the contract, you know, the buyer still wants to buy, the seller still wants to sell, and, you know, once in a great while we, we get all the sides that are adamant, but most of the time somebody says, okay, uh, or they can move the furniture into the garage if not the house, which, you know, alleviates the storage fee, and, uh, and you know, somebody will say, well, you know, I've got... I've got friends, and we'll move the furniture from the garage into the house the day after I buy it. But, yeah, it's a matter of two sides being reasonable, but you have to address it. You know, actually, it's three sides. You have to address it up front so that everyone knows what, you know, what they're Well, I guess that's why you don't do this uh, without a commission, <laughs> because well, you know, there's work involved, you know, right? <laughs> as I said, it's very easy to show how, say, this is a kitchen, that's a bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's the easy part of the business. Yeah, uh-huh. It's it's everything else negotiating, and <clears throat> you've been in the business a long time, Roger. It's dealing with human beings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know what they like. Thank you, Bob. Okay. <laughs> Have a good day, Bob Have Martin. A good day, Roger. All right, we'll do his with Crossroads Real Estate Group here in Woonsocket. I have a live commercial for Chucky's, and then a. Recorded commercial or two, and then the voice of uh, John Brian will be taking over the program on Fridays. What will I be doing? Well, I'll just be goofing off in the parking lot, I guess. Anyway, Chucky's Ice Cream of Cumberland turns into Chucky's Fish and Chips on on Fridays. And, and for that matter, 
Wednesdays during Lent. If you love fish and chips and and if you love clam cakes and chowder, you'll want to order today from Chucky's at 425-8023. Call ahead and then pick up your order of fish and chips and clam cakes and chowder, or both from Chucky's every Friday and every Wednesday during Lent from 11 a.m. until 7 p.m. tonight. And again, that number 425-8023. Chucky's Ice Cream of Cumberland is Chucky's Fish and Chips and Clam Cakes and Chowder on Wednesdays during Lent. And you'll find them at 48. West Rentham Road in um, Cumberland, Rhode Island. All right, let's check in with the toll booth. Treasures for the home from the heart can be found at the toll booth, 129 Main Street in Blackstone. Their quaint country gift shop is blooming with everything for spring, including bunnies, chicks, berries, wreaths, flowers, candles, and a whole lot more. Be sure to check out their handmade items by local artisans. The Toll Booth is your one-stop gift shop with new items arriving daily. Open Wednesday through Saturday, 10 to 5. Sunday, 12 to 5. The Toll Booth, 129 Main Street, Blackstone, 508-876-8900. Please follow them on Facebook. Join professional chef Gary McLaughlin and amateur home chef Jeff Kamash on Recipe for a Good Day. Every Wednesday morning at 9.05. Brought to you by Low General Convenience Stores. Recipes, tips, and of course, find out what is on sale this week at all Little General locations. And take a chance to win a $5 Little General gift card. And don't forget, remember, the recipe for a good day is... A warm smile, a good laugh, and a great meal. You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. Good morning, and the panel is me, John Brian, your new Friday morning host here at the Upfront Radio Program on 1380 FM, 1380 AM, 99 FM, WNRI. And uh, it's an honor to be here. I want to take a moment to thank Roger Bouchard and Dick Bouchard and the WNRI family for giving me this opportunity to take over here uh, on Fridays. It's a real fun thing for me. I love talk radio. I love being on the radio, always have. And so it's kind of nice to be able to have some time to come home to WNRI and spend some time with you on Fridays and, uh, and be able to discuss what's going on out there in this crazy world right now. So uh, we will uh, be here every Friday to talk to you, and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, you know... I can tell you what you can expect here from from me on this Friday uh, morning program, and I think it'll be a little bit different than what you're you're used to here uh, on Upfront and on WNRI. You're going to hear uh, a show that is very uh, audience centric, and I'm going to ask you to participate as much as uh, you possibly can, uh, become a part of the show. I think a, a talk show is uh, certainly. Uh, only as good as, as its callers. So I think I, I definitely want caller engagement here uh, on the Upfront Radio program on Friday mornings. And you're going to hear a, a host that, that has an opinion. Uh, and, and you'll know what my opinion is. I won't, I won't waffle and I won't play Switzerland. You'll know where I stand. And I want to hear where you stand. And when I hear where you stand, you may be challenged. And that's okay. Because that's what makes uh, a good talk show. You're going to hear uh, my opinion your opinion, and various opinions, and I think that's really what it's all about. You know, uh, if everyone's uh, thinking the same thing, then no one's really thinking. So I, I, I really look forward to having this kind of show moving forward. I do want to say, uh, you know, bear with me for this week and maybe next week and the week after. It might get clunky. It might, you know, it's not, it's not going to be as, as fluid as, uh, as Mr. Bouchard and, and what you may have heard in the past, but we'll get there. And, but it's all new. And uh, it's my first time here behind the mic, actually not on the guest side, but behind the mic here at WNRI. And I'm really excited. So I really want to say uh, thank you once again to WNRI. Thank you to you, the listeners. And uh, I'm really excited uh, to move forward. So let's do that. Again, this is a talk show. 766-1380-769-0600 are the numbers. 1-800-949-9674 is the toll-free number. And upfront at WNRI.com is the uh, email address. You can always reach me that way. 
So what do I want to start with on my first week here at WNRI and, and, and hosting this upfront radio show? And I was thinking about I was at my car dealership lately and recently, and, and the, the motto of the car dealership is, you will be satisfied. And I was thinking about my level of satisfaction, not with my car dealership. I'm fine with my car dealership. Uh, I was thinking about my level of satisfaction overall with where we are right now in our country, in our form of government, in what we are being uh, told, what we are being offered, what we are being, what we are seeing. And I have to tell you, I have for myself an incredible uh, level of dissatisfaction. Um, and that's straight on down from uh, the presidency to the federal government to our state government. Although I'm going to give uh, our governor a pass for a while. You know, he's like me. I, I feel like he needs to get into his job and, you know, it might be clunky at first and, and, and he's going to have to get his feet wet. He's, uh, you know, Governor McKee, it's funny, Governor McKee says that he's been uh, getting ready for this all along, but how can you really get ready for the governor's position from the lieutenant governor's position? You know, the lieutenant governor's position has got a very small office in a small corner of the state house, and then all of a sudden you become governor um, and you're head of everything. So certainly that's far more important than being the host of the Upfront Radio Show, but um, being new is, is, when you're the new guy, you're the new guy no matter here or there. So uh, I'm going to give him a pass, but... You know, are you satisfied with your state government, with your general assembly? Are you are you satisfied with your city government? Uh, what you're seeing out of uh, this administration, this mayor, the city council? I know, speaking for me personally, um, I'm not, and I'm going to start with the presidency and. Uh, whether you voted for Donald Trump, whether you voted for Joe Biden, I don't really think it makes a difference. I think what um, is important to know is that right now, coming out of the White House, coming out of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, is a real change. And that change is an America last mentality. Uh, we had a president that put America first, that wanted American jobs, American industry, American energy independence to be um, what America was all about again. And now you've got a president that comes in uh, and on his first day cuts the Keystone XL pipeline, putting out tens of thousands of people out of work, uh, energy workers, and saying, well, they can get jobs making solar panels. Uh, you, you get uh, the president going to uh, a meeting of the G8 uh, members of, uh, of uh, the, the countries that make up the G8, which is, for instance, Germany, Russia, China, these other, these other countries, saying, America is back working with you. We are putting ourselves last, and we are more interested in a European uh, global community rather than focusing on America first. Are you satisfied with that? I know that I'm not. Are you satisfied with schools uh, being closed and the country being closed, but there being a new move towards opening uh, the southern border, stopping the border wall, making the southern border porous once again, and allowing tens of thousands of illegal immigrants into our country uh, with COVID? Uh, there's been COVID now spread throughout southern Texas as a result of the porous border. So you can't operate your business. You can't go to church and sing in church, you can't do uh, the things that make your life so important. Uh, but, you know, we can have a southern border where uh, no one's testing anybody and they're just coming right in. Are you satisfied with that? Well, I'm going to tell you that uh, I am satisfied that we have our first call of the day. So, caller, welcome, and thank you for calling the Upfront Radio Show. Hi, thank you, John. It's Linda Trudeau, and I am so happy to be your first caller on your new program here at WNRI. Um, my sister went to school with your mother, Darlene, and uh, it is so nice to hear a Brian back on the airwaves. And I would see your, fa your father often. We had so many good conversations. And good luck in this new endeavor. I see that you are, <clears throat> excuse me, involved in everything Winsocket. So the best to you, and say hi to your lovely wife. Oh, thank you so much, Linda. Thanks for the call. I really appreciate it. I mean, that's what, uh, you know, that's 
what community is about. You know, just because uh, you're not an elected official doesn't mean you can't serve your community. You can't do different things. And, you know, one door closes, another door opens. And, and right now, here I am as the host of the Upfront Radio Show. Who knew? Really, you know, I mean, who knew that, uh, that, that, this would, uh, that this would happen? But I know that I certainly am grateful for the opportunity. And uh, I can't, uh, again, thank WNRI enough. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Congress. And we're going to talk about some of the things that they've been up to lately. You may not know what Congress has been up to lately. And when I tell you about them, you're not going to be happy. This is the Upfront Radio Show on 1380 AM W. N-R-I. Wright's Bakery and Dairy Farm announces, while we have paused in-store shopping for now, we have curbside pickup daily during our regular business hours, Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Sundays, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Milk, cream, eggs, cheese, bread, ice cream, cakes, and more than 70 of your favorite bakery items are available every day for pickup. There are three ways to order. One by phone, call the farm at 401-767-3014 extension 4 to place your order. Pay by credit card and select a pickup day and time. Two, on site. Order from your car, online or over the phone. Wait in your vehicle while our team in real time fills your order. Wait times may vary. And number three, to view our current menu and place an order online or to view frequently asked questions, go to rightsdairyfarm.com. Stay safe while we work through these unusual times. This message from Wright's Bakery and Dairy Farm, North Smithfield. The Roast House is open seven days a week and they're featuring inside dining and, of course, takeout. To make a reservation to dine in or place an order at the Roast House, call 508-883-7700 and check out the menu online at theroasthouse.com. Thank you for your support during this period of transition. The Roast House, Farm Street and Blackstone, we welcome back old and new customers for inside dining and takeout. Just when the holidays are over and I think there's nothing more to think about financially. But then February and March always get me thinking about how I got to get my taxes done, get my finances organized, my receipts, my deductions. And I don't just want to walk into one of those stores because that seems not very personal. So I start thinking about getting my tax return done by a CPA. Just saying it makes me feel better. They have all those years of experience. Most have a master's in finance or accounting. That's the kind of knowledge I need for my taxes. Yes, I'm going to a CPA this year. That makes me feel a whole lot more relaxed. With a CPA, you get a professional with a higher education, more years of training, and a greater breadth of knowledge than the rest of the pack. This tax season, don't trust your finances to anyone less. Hire the best. A CPA. Few prepare as rigorously. Brought to you by Care Kasha, certified public accountants and business consultants. Call 732-8900 for your appointment. listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And we're back to the panel, and the panel is me this morning, and it's really exciting. So thank you for being here on the Upfront Radio Show. I'm your host, John Brian, and it's uh, my first day on the job, so I'm the new guy. You know, who hasn't had a job when uh, you have the first day jitters? You always have one, uh, one first day, and today is it. So thanks for being here, and getting through this with me, and I hope uh, you're going to be thoroughly entertained. Uh, you know, the theme for today I wanted to talk to you about is, are you satisfied? Uh, and if you're not satisfied, what are you doing about it? And if you are satisfied, I want to hear why. I mean, I want to hear why you're satisfied with what you're getting right now. So if you're not, why not? What are you going to do about it? What can you do about it? Can you do anything about it? That's what I'm really interested in hearing, what you've got to say. But... Uh, before I, I, we have a caller, but before I take that caller, I want to talk to you real quick about something that you may not know is going on, and it's called H.R. 1, and H.R. 1 was passed by the United States House of Representatives, and both our representatives here in Rhode Island, uh, Congressman Cicilline, Congressman Langevin, voted for H.R. 1, and there was a recent editorial uh, put out by Congressman Tenney who's a Republican from uh, New York's 22nd District, who said the following, The worst-kept secret in Washington right now is H.R. 1. 
It isn't for the people at all. It's for the politicians. It won't make elections safer. Instead, it will give Democrats an advantage in future elections by eliminating nearly every institutional guardrail that preserves the sanctity of the ballot box today. And here's how. First, H.R. 1 would prevent election officials from maintaining accurate voter lists and make it harder for them to determine if voters are registered in multiple jurisdictions. Second, the bill would dramatically expand voter registration, automatic voter registration. People who never even provide their consent could be added to voter rolls. H.R. 1 goes so far as to designating colleges as automatic voter registration agencies and making it easier to harvest ballots. Third, H.R. 1 would make same-day voter registration the national standard. Ballots would be cast and counted before officials even have time to verify a voter is eligible or the information provided by them is accurate. The majority of states do not have same-day voter registration, but H.R. 1 would overrule them and mandate it anyway. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is something that really, really disturbs me. The bill will also prohibit prohibit common sense voter ID rules, require no excuse absentee in early voting, permit felons to vote, and allow people to vote at the wrong place. Election reforms must be targeted and respect the primary role of states in administering elections. Most of all, unlike HR1, they must be fair and not deliberately benefit one party. You've got a Congress that is literally making what happened in 2020 the norm is that what you want are you satisfied with your congressman voting yes on this i mean if you are you have to tell me how because i just need to know as someone that was responsible for passing voter id here in the state of rhode island it is so near and dear to my heart and i think it's such a common sense safeguard against voter fraud but what happened was this year Last year, I should say, they, they, they found a workaround with these, uh, these universal mail ballots. And you saw how that affected the, the, the past election. I think everybody knows that the last election, in some way, shape, or form, was insecure. Uh, I don't think anyone could, with a straight face, argue that. But to try to turn that into law and have our congressmen vote yes on that, I think it's shameful. And I am in no way satisfied. Uh, are you? Give me a call. 766-1380-769-0600. And we've got a caller on the line. Let's find out if they're satisfied. Good morning. Welcome to the Upfront Show on WNRI. Good morning, John. I'm going to say this. I agree with you 100% on HO1. It's a complete abomination, and I'm hoping our Senate will vote it down. Now, I believe in energy independence, and here's what I'm willing to suggest for it. I know Senator Whitehouse backs advanced nuclear, and I believe one socket is just the right size. We're the Goldilocks city. We're not too small, and we're not too big. I'm volunteering. I hope other one socket people will volunteer. Let's put the first advanced nuclear reactor right in one socket. I'll tell you what. You get the engineer to design it, and I will personally volunteer to build and wire the control panels myself. Well, thanks a lot, caller, and I appreciate that uh, contribution this morning. I guess, uh, you know, someone was willing to volunteer Woonsocket to be the first nuclear city in the uh, state of Rhode Island. Certainly, we're the first in a lot of things, not always the best things, but we're the first in a lot of things. Uh, being the first nuclear city, I don't know if that's really what I'm, uh, what I'm leaning towards, but I appreciate the call towards energy independence. I mean... You know, we have a country that became the number one exporter of fossil fuels, uh, of, of crude oil uh, in the world. We no longer had to worry about relying on Saudi Arabia. We no longer had to worry about Middle Eastern countries uh, and getting our energy from them. Uh, but somehow there's this push on for the Green New Deal and to get rid of all fossil fuels. And I always say the same thing. Uh, what are you going to do? See, I, I like to say to the people who believe in this uh, folly that is the Green New Deal, what are you going to do uh, when you're on your way to the protest to say that you want to get rid of gas and oil? Are, is your car solar powered? Is it wind powered? When you get home and you uh, crank up the heat, is the windmill on your roof creating all that heat 
in your home? Uh, I don't think so. So, I mean, it's just the, the hypocrisy involved in the whole green energy. Uh, I mean, who's, who's not for green energy? But this Green New Deal is crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, we proposed when I was on the city council and, and, and we approved a, a solar project that would greatly benefit the city of Woonsocket. You know, I, I long ago when I was... Uh, in another lifetime ago, a member of the General Assembly, I actually proposed to have a um, waste energy plant in the city of Woonsocket. And the waste energy plant would have looked much like what happens in Europe, which is uh, in Denmark and, and France and all around Europe, in the countries that uh, actually take garbage and they, uh, they burn it. And they burn it incredibly cleanly uh, and they turn it into electricity. Um, I mean, these are things that I think we need to think about. We need to think about alternative forms of energy. But the Green New Deal and saying that, you know, we're going to get rid of gas, we're going to get rid of oil, everyone's going to have an electric car. Um, you know, electric cars run on lithium batteries. These lithium batteries, have, you know, that has to be mined. And that is an incredibly intrusive process into the earth. So the hypocrisy never ends. Uh, when it comes to that uh, that particular sector, and and it really is funny. But hey, if you're a green energy person and you wanted to, you you want the green new deal and and you want only solar panels on your house and an electric car, give me a call and tell me how you plan to uh, go see Grandma out in Kansas when you want to get on a plane and fly there. Um, we've got a caller on the line, so caller, welcome to the Upfront Radio Show on WNRI. I'll try to be fast. Uh, first of all, uh, it's, uh, I'm a little depressed listening to you, to be honest, because everything that you've been saying, you're probably not aware, but everything that you've been saying, a small group of us have been trying to bring to the attention of the populace. In some ways, I think we were successful in alerting them to the dangers of socialism at the local level. But at any rate... Um, my husband and I had solar panels in the 70s, so it isn't that I'm anti-solar. Um, it's just that I have come to wonder how we are going to rid ourselves of all the panels. They're, they're incredible. The other thing, um, Mr. Brian, is I, something's not right. All of a sudden, you have... All of these big mucky mucks talking about electric cars and doing this. There, there's a guy named Peter Schweitzer who writes a lot of exposés. And his mantra is, follow the money. See, I'm not smart enough. If I were 10 years younger, if I were 10 or maybe 15 years younger at this point, I think I would become a, a, a Republican and like it or not, I would try to run for office because this is just not working. And you're talking to someone who ran as a Democrat, was a Democrat all my life, um, but I don't know where, I don't know anymore, which is why I haven't called a lot of talk shows lately. But at any rate, uh, welcome to the talk show circuit, I guess, and... Um, uh, that's all I have to say so well, that somebody else has... Uh, go ahead. No, thank you very much. And, and, and I agree with you 100%. Look, I, I certainly am not someone that's against solar. I, I think solar is an incredibly part of the mix, just like I think wind is a part of the mix. I think that you can lessen the amount of uh, gas and oil that you use, but you can never get rid of it. Look, we are an industrialized society, and for these people to say that we want to get uh, rid of gas and we want and oil, and we want to get rid of farting cows, and we want to get rid of planes, and we want to... These are the same people that also jet around on private jets and have uh, guard, right. and, and have walled up homes with private guards that want to take away That's your right. guns, too. So, I mean... Right. The, the, you know, I, I find that there is is there climate change? I don't know because I'm not going to be around long enough to see it. Planets live and die. Uh, weather cycles come and go. Planets cool. Planets warm. And to, it, it's the, in my opinion, it's the hubris of man to think that somehow we can control nature. We can control the weather. It really is ridiculous. For me personally, I think the word you're looking. Yeah, yeah I think the word you're looking for. I is, think it's called control. Uh, I think it's control. I think it's about controlling the populace. Of course. 
it is. And and it's it's so discouraging because you've got Christian organizations like Chick-fil-A donated millions to Black Lives Matter, which is a Marxist organization. Well, unfortunately, Chick-fil-A, they backed down from their position that they once had. And what, 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 what people need to realize is you never bow to the mob because once you do, it'll never be enough. There you go. Well, I miss that because I, I have been kicked off at Target, even Walmart, but especially Chick-fil-A because they're a Christian organization. But I never saw anything on TV where they, they said that they had backed away. But the thing is, Black Lives Matter is based on a lie. Anyway, I can't go into it. But welcome. Thank and, you. Um, uh, let's try to tell truth instead of whipping up emotion and uh, looking for, as you said, control. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Thank you very much. Well, if you know anything about me, you're going to get the truth. And that, and that is uh, a fact-based argument, and, and you're going to get it. I mean, whether – and so I'm not going to argue uh, from an emotive uh, position. I'm going to tell you what the facts are, and then we can discuss the facts uh, and whether or not uh, you agree with the facts. But that's what this show is going to be all about. And uh, there may be times when uh, there are listeners that don't like the facts, but you can't argue with the facts, and, uh, and, and they are what they are. When we come back, I'm going to give you some more facts. I'm going to tell you about another incredibly bad thing that Congress has put in and ask you, are you satisfied? So we'll be right back with the Upfront Radio Show on 99 FM and 1380 AM WNRI. Champs Liquors for Keyway, 481 Clinton Street, Woonsocket. Champs reintroduces Flip Flop Wines, a California winery that has crafted a variety of wines that are fun, fruit-flavored with amazing taste. Listen to this. We have two bottles of Flip Flop Wine for $10, including Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, Pink Moscato, Regular Moscato, Chardonnay, and Pinot Grigio. Again, two bottles for $10, mix and match. Still on sale, Tisdale Wines from California. In six varieties, including a Pinot Grigio, Merlot, Cabernet, White Zinfandel, Chardonnay, and Moscato choices. And yes, again, two bottles for $10. And we continue with the best price in town on Bud and Bud Light, 30-pack, $25.50 plus tax. New hours for the convenience of customers, open daily at 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. For a great selection of beer, wine, and spirits, you can count on Champs Liquors, 481 Clinton Street. Have a question? Call 765-1800 and speak to Mike the Manager. Home decor personally tailored to your style. That describes interiors by Glow. She offers a wide variety of interior design opportunities, including products made exclusively for your home's interior and exterior while working within your budget. Tell Glow what your budget is, and she'll work with you to make your dream become a reality. Products and services provided include draperies and top treatments, custom chair cushions, decorative pillows, tailor-made slipcovers, as well as upholstery and furniture restoration. She also offers wall and tabletop home decor accents, one of a kind artist creations, and Glow's own handmade candles. Something for everyone. Interiors by Glow offers styles of cellular shades, window shadings, vertical and faux wood blinds. All professionally measured and installed. Consultation services for interior design and decorating also available both virtually and in home. To schedule an appointment call Glow at Interiors by Glow at 401-766-0106 or visit their showroom located at 275 Social Street, Woonsocket. That phone number again, 401-766-0106. There's a church nearby where members are kind and friendly. May we invite you to attend services at the Cumberland Church of the Lord Jesus Christ. Call 658-2748 for information on seeing us online. It's the church where you can hear the gospel, believe in Christ, repent, confess, and be baptized. Join us this week for our prayer and Bible study, Wednesday at 7 p.m. and Sunday services at 1 p.m. Our sermons are understandable to grow you in faith and available online. Again, we are the Cumberland Church of the Lord Jesus Christ, inviting you on your journey of salvation. Services conducted by Pastor Marcus Warren. Bible study and services now available on Zoom only at the Cumberland Church of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
You're listening to WNRI's Upfront, a radio internet talk show. Now, let's get back to the panel. And the panel is back with me, John Brian, here on the Upfront Radio Show. Glad to be here. And we do have a caller on the line before I get into my next topic, which will probably make your head pop clean off of your shoulders. So, let's go to uh, our caller. Caller, good morning and welcome to the Upfront Radio Show. Good morning, John. It's Vinnie Ward. Good morning. How are you? Great, Vinnie. How are you? Good. Congratulations on your show. Hopefully it'll go well for you. I'm sure it will. Oh, it's going well so um, far. So so far, so yeah. good. I just want to let you know, I, I have a I have a Chevy Volt, and I have, a, uh, I have solar panels on my roof. And that works well for me. But I agree with you that this, this gasoline is not going to go away in our lifetime. It can't. And... Everyone knows that. I don't know what they, why they keep fighting this. It's, it is, you know, I would never, I, I'm not going to buy an all-electric car. I see people driving Teslas around. My, the Chevy Volt only goes about 40 miles before it runs out of electricity. And it, and it goes to, switches over to gasoline. Um, that's okay for driving around like I do around locally. If I go down to Warwick, I've got to go down to Providence. If I'm in one socket, uh, you know, it works fine. It does great. It only might use a little bit of gas if I go to Warwick. So it's not bad. But where can you go further than that? Well, Vinny, you have an all-electric car. Vinny, it's ridiculous. The, the, one of the very same United States senators from Hawaii that supports the Green New Deal is from Hawaii. So the Green New Deal seeks to rid the planet and use of fossil fuels. How does a U.S. senator get from the island of Hawaii to the District of Columbia? Is it going to be by rowboat? Is it going to be by a wind-powered vehicle? Is it going to be by uh, by sail? I don't think so. They have to fly. But yet, they don't want planes, plane travel, and gasoline for you. They don't want it for your family. They want it for themselves. It's ridiculous. I mean, it is it is hypocrisy at its at its greatest height. There's so much hypocrisy since this last election. You know, whether you, if, if you get past the, oh, the election was stolen thing, every, every action that they've taken has been so hypocritical with, we got to get rid of this. You know, it's, it's, I would take you as a person that would be willing to compromise and work with anybody. How is it that Democrats and Republicans, and I'm, so I'm going to, I'll pick on both. They cannot agree on anything that happens. So when Donald Trump came in, he removed all of the, everything he could about what Barack Obama did. Um, Joe Biden comes in, he's going to remove everything that Donald Trump did. Are you telling me there's nothing that people can agree on? Well, I, you know that's a great example. That's a great example, Vinny. And 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 Vinny, thanks for the call. I really appreciate it this morning. Um, you know, one of the things that that he removed the the president removed is that there was a uh, an ice task force uh, that was um, basically their job was to find and to uh, detain and and arrest um, sex traffickers illegal alien sex traffickers and they one thing that was a quiet uh, achievement of the Trump administration was recovering children from sex traffickers. People didn't talk about it. Of course, the incredibly corrupt mainstream media would never let you know that uh, children were being reunited with their families after being taken. Uh, but that was a task force that was happening and that was working. Uh, President Biden signed an executive order getting rid of that task force. And you have to ask yourself, why? Are you satisfied with that? I mean, are you happy about that? If you are, give me a call, 766-1380-769-0600. Another thing that they're trying to take away from you and us and and, and this society, which is just ridiculous and amazing, and it'll blow your mind. Congress just passed, and it was led by our congressman, David Cicilline. uh, uh, It's called the Equality Act. Just passed it. Uh, Jim Langevin supported it as well. Uh, And the Equality Act has some things in it that have merit. Look, it is for LGBT and all the other things. Um, 
equality, right? And I think uh, L, G, and B, which is lesbian, gay, and bisexual, that's not even part of the conversation anymore. I mean, look, there's gay marriage. Uh, you know, I have plenty of gay friends and family members. It's like being gay, like that's not even in the equation anymore. Uh, the battle, I think, is over the T, and the T should be handled differently. Uh, the T should be considered differently because it is different. And what do I mean by that? The Equality Act was just voted on and passed by the United States House of Representatives, and it essentially gets rid of genders. This legislation tells you that there is no male and female, that there is just gender identity. Now, it's interesting. You see a lot of progressive signs uh, that say uh, the science is real. Believe in the science. People say, you know, you got to be controlled by the government. You have to trust the science about COVID-19. What about the science of biology? Look, you're born with one set of equipment, one or the other, and that's it. And that's what you are. You can identify as the other of which you are born, but that doesn't make you that which you identify with. It means you identify with that sex. You are not that sex. You cannot be that sex. You can never be that sex because that is not how you were born. Trust the science, right? Believe the science. That's true. There are two genders. So what is the Equality Act? It redefines sex under our federal civil rights laws to include gender identity, thus overriding our current understanding of the term as the two main biological categories, male and female. Uh, the Equality Act makes biology synonymous with identity, thereby prioritizing transgender people over women. By erasing sex as a distinct legal category, the measure threatens to open up female-only spaces and opportunities designed to increase representation for girls to biological men, sometimes at the expense of female sa safety. Should the equality pass by the United States Senate, it will threaten the existence of sex-segregated prisons, public school locker rooms, and women's sports teams. It will threaten the rights of parents and doctors who do not approve of performing life-changing, reproduction-limiting procedures on minors. Now, this is the part as a father of two daughters that drives me absolutely nuts. In Connecticut, two male-bodied athletes won a combined 15 girls' state championship races, taking opportunities for further competition and scholarships from female runners. The Equality Act threatens to extend the most extreme form of these types of laws to the whole country, leaving little room for nuance or compromise. So what does this do? This says, now, there's no more male or female. If you say, I'm a female, then under this law, you're going to be allowed to go to a, you're a male, but you're going to be allowed to go to a female prison. If you say, oh, last year I was on the boys basketball team, but now I identify as a girl, you're going to go on to the girls basketball team. So you're going to have a 6'2 boy playing with girls. And then it's going to be my daughter or your daughter or your niece or your granddaughter that is going to be cut from the basketball team. So someone who was on the boys team last year is now on the girls team. Look, I am not someone who doesn't believe in equality. I do. But the reality is, we are going crazy as a society. We really are. We're going nuts. And this only proves it. When you have and allow men and boys into female sports, that is the destruction of female sports as we know it. It cannot be. You can there, there, there are instances of, of uh, biological male weightlifters competing in female categories, winning the championships, wrestling, winning the championships, uh, girls track and field, winning the championships. It's unbelievable. I mean, it just, when you think about it, does this make sense to you? Of course not. But Congress is saying it makes sense. Are you satisfied with that? I know I definitely not. Uh, we have a caller on the line and let's see if they're satisfied with this lunacy. Caller, welcome to the Upfront Radio Show. Yeah, thanks, John, for taking my phone call. Now, this gender, gender equality act is, is preposterous. You know, people are going to get people are going to get hurt. hurt you know, playing you know, playing against those type of athletes. Uh, it's it's unfair. Yet they call it equality. That's not that's not equality. You're basically taking one group of new people 
throwing it into mix of specific genders, which will basically connect one one gender versus the other. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you, you can't have... If you look in Connecticut, you look at there was one of the college conferences uh, recently. Uh, the there was a biological male competing in the female category. Actually, won uh, the uh, the conference championship in college, and it wasn't even close. Uh, the The individual was half a track ahead of the girls, the the biological females, because naturally, it's a biological female sport. So, um, and and a category. So. The, Biological men are in males are in no way uh, inferior to biological females. So the, the the girls that are forced to compete with biological males know that they've lost before the race or the competition even begins. It's inherently unfair, and I don't know where the feminist groups are supporting these people and, and, and the, these females and saying this is wrong. But again political correctness and ideology gets in the way, and it really is uh, its enough to blow your mind. Well, the other, the other thing, John, dealing, de- dealing with these issues is that uh, I can understand a female wants to compete on a boys' football team. She could probably be a place kicker or you know, a punter or, or something not uh, in a, a highly combative role as a linesman or something. Right, they'll, just, they'll are, just get injured. Right. But there are some women who are heavy, you know, heavy, uh, big boned and heavy stock that possibly could do it. I agree. I agree. Bob, thanks for the call. I appreciate it this morning. Thank you. Uh, before we go, because we've only got a couple minutes left together this morning, I do want to weigh in. There's always more, and we'll talk about a lot more. Um, it's a quick hour. I didn't get the full. I won't. Didn't get the full hour today, and and but I love the time that I have with you, and I'm already looking forward to next week. But I can tell you. Um, that there's plenty more to talk about, and we'll talk about all the things that happen in the week as well. One of the things I want to say is, are you satisfied with your local government? I'm not. I'm not satisfied with, uh, with the local government in terms of City Hall remaining locked down. Uh, I think it's time to open up City Hall to the public and, and let the people back in to the People's Hall. Are you satisfied with a government that absolutely refuses to work with uh, the City Council? I, I think this administration and this mayor refuse to work with the City Council. I know that when, uh, when the new term began, it was said, well, there's not a city councilor that's, uh, that, that's running for mayor now, so we're all going to work together. Obviously, that's false, and that's not happening. Just look at what's happening with, uh, with the Cass Park plan, and, and that was the absolute worst rollout and a refusal to work with the other um, elected officials. I mean, look, people were obviously satisfied. I'm sitting in this chair right now, and that's fine. Uh, but... I mean, it comes to the point where how much are you going to take and, and what are you prepared to do about it? Um, I ran for mayor because I was prepared to do something about it. And I want to know uh, and have you think about what you're prepared to do about it. And then as far as like the recent news that's happening right now, I'm just going to touch on this real quickly before we go this morning. Um, what you're seeing with the city clerk and the local news is nothing. Uh, this is she did. As far as I know, she did nothing wrong. Uh, there was no laws broken. Uh, and if I had to listen uh, to all that nonsense coming from the administration, I'd probably want to drink as well. Uh, look, the reality is I have gone on good authority that uh, it was the, the mayor that was burning up the phone lines to plant this story and then later on saying, hey, uh, I had nothing to do with it. It's up to the city council. So um, let's not be petty and make stories over things that aren't stories at all. Uh, let's think about that and think about what we're prepared to do to make city government, to make our lives that much better. Hey, thanks a lot. I appreciate you being here today. And uh, this is John Bram. Nice talking to you. Presented weekday mornings at 8 a.m. Upfront is a regular public affairs presentation of News Talk 1380, WNRI Woonsocket.